0: Welcome back Welcome back everybody Welcome back to the Music Life Crisis Podcast (laughs)
1: Not today, Brother Josh. We are talking about a sister named
0: Sharon Von Etten, or Eaton. Sharon or Van Eaton? Sharon, Sharon Von Etten? Sharon Von Eton or Eaton? I, I, I do not know. I do care, though. I want to get her name right.
1: Eventually we will. <laughs> we should have... We should have uh, researched this before the podcast. You know,
0: okay, whatever. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Well, you want to start
1: us off with a little history on Sharon Von Etten? Okay,
0: well, being that I'm on the uh, East Coast here, she was born not too far away. In Belleville, New Jersey. And then she moved out to Brooklyn. Hello, Brooklyn! And that's where she started her music career. Nice. You know, there's a lot of good music comes out of New Jersey. There's a lot of great music comes out of New Jersey that gets looked over because of New York. Well, you know,
1: they say good music comes out of places... That are not as nice. <laughs> <laughs> they got nothing else to do but figure out how to play guitar and write songs and and Sharon Von Etten's circumstance. She plays guitar, piano,
0: percussion, omnichord, and harmonium. A... Hey. Multi-instrumentalist I don't even know if that's right yeah. <laughs> She is multifaceted, Multi-talented In the music instrument departments she, It's like she that's, just walked into a uh, All you can eat music instrument buffet And was like I'll have it all What uh, what album are we talking about today, Josh? Okay. So you'll have to remind me tomorrow. Uh, oh, but it's the puns. Actually, so her album is called Remind Me Tomorrow. And a little backstory here. I don't know how many times I had to remind you what the name of this album was. <laughs> and you oddly got it right every time you said, Remind Me Tomorrow. Yes. I was telling my own fate
1: (laughs) the uh yeah I would listen to it and then I would not listen to it and then I would be like what's the name of that album again and you'd tell me and I'd listen to it again but now I know what it's called and that's all that matters
0: and that's all that matters It, uh, so, uh, yeah.
1: So what else? Anything else? Oh, I see here. She was in that movie. Oh, my gosh. Now, this is uh, something exciting. She was in the TV show on Netflix, The OA, as Rachel.
0: Oh eh?
1: And if you've ever seen The OA, that's a good show. And that's interesting. Uh, now I know why she looks familiar. Wow, that's cool.
0: See, like multi-talented artist here. She's yeah. like, I can sing and I can act.
1: Don't, she's also in don't try the,
0: to pigeonhole me.
1: She's also in the show, episode six of the 2017 show, Twin Peaks on Showtime.
0: And that show is a great show. I've never watched that show. I've
1: just seen the OA, Woo! and I like the OA. Man,
0: Twin Peaks for all my uh, Twin Peaks nerds out there.
1: Shout out to anybody that knows the movements.
0: <laughs> if you know all the
1: movements, let me know so I can travel to another dimension.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all the Peaks and the OAs?
1: Yes. there's. If you've watched the OA, you'll understand that. There's some movements out there that we are trying to tap into.
0: Take care, George. <laughs> no. <laughs> Shut the door. George interrupting the
1: pod. George making a cameo appearance on the podcast. That
0: is the... Uh, mm. the Everything it's, we do, we always seem to have a dog.
1: Yeah. He's Sh- trying to
0: protect me right now. Shout out to DB.
1: Somebody's probably getting an Amazon package on their porch and... He's getting mad.
0: He's he's reminding them. (laughs) Yep. All right. So this album. Remind me tomorrow. The runtime on it is forty-one minutes and twelve. Seconds. It's uh, not too short, not too long. It's just right just there in the in between. Right. Just right. Hey hey. Had uh let's see, I think I believe the first single that came out was seventeen. Mm. Yeah. And there were definite mu I remember watching music videos for Jupiter, let's see, Jupiter four? And no one's easy to love. So. It was very. Very very interesting to watch.
1: I have not seen them. I, I enjoyed I them. I I enjoyed them. But I will say. Uh, 17 is. One of my. Top three. Uh oh. <laughs> I like it a lot.
0: And, uh, let's see, this record was released, this record was released on Jag Jaguar. Jag Jaguar, that's how I see it. Jag Jaguar. Jag Jaguar, lifestyles. Anyways, uh, so yeah, had a, I'm going to hit you with the opener.
1: Alright, hit me with it.
0: The opening track, I told, I told you everything. I told you everything. What did you think about this opener? Um,
1: I really I like the use of silence. <laughs> she, I mean, she uses it to her advantage. It's like the suspense is in the air. And it's just a very slow... Starts out with like a little just piano... With, like, some reverb and echo on it, and it sounds haunting. And for, like, from the get-go, it was, like, she has a very haunting voice. And then when you really start listening to the track, kind uh, of listening to the lyrics, then it's almost... It's a pretty haunting song, too. Um, you know, she could
0: almost died. What do you got? Well... Well, 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 I agree with you there on the, uh, it's like a less is more. It's, you know, like it's the amount of nothing that is in there, like pulls you in. Right. And like, you're like, dang, what, what is this story about? You know? And and you know, like, you, you know, with the, like this, Ominous, eerie, eerie sounding like didgeridoo synth background noise. That's like very Twin Peaks sounding. It's like, you know, like pushing it and driving the song that moves into like these oddly enough, like jazz, dancy jazz drums that it's like. They're like, oh, you want to dance, but you know that you're not supposed to. You know, and and the the decaying reverb delay like fills the voids, but like creates this wide energy to it. Very, I it was I I really like that. I had a brain fart. I got so excited explaining that that I forgot what how to say what I wanted to say. (laughs) Uh, what I like
1: about just the lyrics is it doesn't ever really tell you what she's talking about even though it says I told you everything (laughs) we never know everything and that is something that I'm curious to find out I'm like what is this about but I mean it it paints like a, a picture in your mind of the the setting, obviously, she's in a bar. She's talking to somebody, kind of a conversation. Looks like they're maybe a little awkward, but getting through it. And we never find out everything. That's what I got.
0: That's what you from got. It. Well, yeah. I I did a little a little background, little research into this album. She wrote this record when she was pregnant. Oh. So what I get from the song, because I, I when I listen to it first, it's like she says, you know, holy shit, you almost died. Yeah. Well, after so. looking that up and listening to it again, it's kind of like a like she's telling, you know, the man that I'm pregnant, right? And he goes, holy, like, holy shit. And then the you almost died is like her explaining what his reaction was. Uh, that, if that makes sense. Yeah.
1: Also almost get it. Like maybe she's talking about, well, you say that, like maybe she almost died during the pregnancy.
0: Yeah. That. Something. Yeah. Also, like maybe she almost died giving birth. And it's like, I had a kid with you and I almost died. Interesting And you weren't there
1: That's some good detective work Mr. Kyle
0: I'm a terrible detective
1: Well But I I found found some,
0: some info here
1: I was curious about what it was about So thank you for doing that
0: And you know I'll discuss that As we go along because there's some Other things like some You know some of the songs that I picked out how did you feel okay. about, uh, the closing track stay? Um, let me look at it here.
1: Stay. It didn't really, uh, it doesn't really stick out in my mind. <laughs> um, let me see here.
0: So while you're, while you're doing that, um, to me, like with "Stay," I thought it was interesting that like she put it at the end of the record. Like, it's this big story about what's going on with her, you know, pregnancy and childbirth, and it's the last song, and it's called "Stay." And it's like, let's, I'm, I'm still here. <laughs> but I like how they, um, they kind of did the same. Kind of vocal processing and ambient reverb delay at the end of it, also that they did in the beginning of it. Um, and these like ominous pianos and super processed vocals. It's like this super dark energy. It's like, are, are you okay? I'm okay. okay. <laughs> I'm okay. listening. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm being a good listener. I'm not interrupting.
0: (laughs) 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 But it kind of like comes with like this, like you could probably like, if you think about it, like she wrote this record while she was pregnant. Like you could almost put like the opener and the closer, like right next to each other. Like, I just told you what happened. You know, will you stay? You go, and if then all the stuff in between, it's like, all her thoughts and feelings and relationship issues that are going on. And then it's like, you know, stay is used as last chapter. And what's interesting because she is an actress. It's almost like she wrote this record from like a script point of view. Like with the first track being, you know, the opener obviously. And the last one being the closer, but it's like, you know, in the middle, you got the highs and the lows, and then you got like the finale at the end.
1: Right on. Yeah, and now that I'm I'm looking at the lyrics to stay, and I think part of it is like I got more for me uh, listening to it. I didn't really get so much into the lyrics listening. I guess maybe because I didn't know the background of the lyrics. <laughs> but to me, I just got kind of into the drony sound of the whole, the whole record. And it's just a very like from front to finish. It's a very ominous droning, but has these bright moments of like, kind of like breaks out of the droning sound. Like, um, but now I'm looking at the lyrics for stay and I'm like, yeah, that's a it's a pretty powerful song. And
0: yeah, and, I, and sorry.
1: Have you all my lifetime kinda hard to make light imagining when you were inside when you made those kicks at night. So you know, once you have a kid, they're they're yours for a lifetime.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But, and you know like you said about the what we were talking about earlier you know the the reverb the delays the ominous sounds I really like how she used reverb and delay as an instrument almost instead of like as an after effect like she had in when she was writing she had in mind that reverb dark Trickling delays would be more of an instrument instead of like a crutch,
1: like something to uh, hide blemishes.
0: <laughs> yeah. So I, I I really liked how she used that. It, it just made it a lot more interesting instead of like your typical use of that effect. It's it's almost like it was a second piano or a second guitar.
1: Yeah. All right. Well, that's the album opener and the closer. All right. Very interesting. I've learned some stuff. What's your, uh, what's your number one fave?
0: My faves here? I, you know? You know? Um, I, don't, I, don't, I don't have these in any order.
1: Okay. Mine I, either. I, got, I just got three that I like a I, lot.
0: I, they just kind of go in order of the record. Um or does it? Hold on. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Yes, I was right. Um <laughs> Memorial Day.
1: Oh. So that's a different one from me. So
0: Memorial Shoot Day.
1: It. Shoot it at it, brother. So-
0: it sounds very dark. It's got these like dirty bass-driven keys. The reverse delayed vocal slash horn hits. And, like, the synth stabs, and once again, the long, dark delay reverbs, and that hard-driving kick and snare. Yeah. And then one, th- one other thing I really liked about this is it had, like, like, this bass drop, reverse sound, like, in it. Like, I was, like, sitting down, like, Really, like, really listening to what everything, what everything was going on in the song. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. It's like, because, you know, I was, I didn't hear it at first. then I was like, I'm going to dive into the elements here. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, her, the vocal processing on this, on this, I really like. It's almost like it's a, a wave. It creates like this huge space that, you know, once again, it acts more like an instrument than, you know, your typical voice. And I know, you know, a singing voice is an instrument, but it's more of like, it's used more of like, you know, a second guitar or something instead of just, oh, the person's singing. It's like, whoa, that is an instrument instrument. Yeah. And you have your background noises that, uh, I don't want to say fill in the gaps but act more of like the glue the glue to hold it all that's one and I th- I kind of feel like that this, this song is like it addresses the you know the biological father's involvement in the relationship and raising their child like maybe it was at like a memorial day picnic you know or She says, like, hey, you will stay, you will learn, or you will good again. Will you ever hold your ground? Will I ever pull your teeth? You, you will run, you will run. But it could, you know, like, having to pull teeth to, like, get you to do something as a father. But another way you could look at it is, you know, she has this, she's addressing this song to her daughter, like, will I ever pull your teeth? You will run, you will run. Cause she knows, like, growing up, she's gonna have to, you know, maybe pull some teeth. Will she be the one that will be pulling her teeth, or will, with, I don't know, shared custody, the father be the one that gets to do that? And <clears throat> she knows eventually she's gotta grow up and she'll start running, running free, being her own woman. And so that's like, like, like her songs. She's in it, like when she writes these songs, it's like true sense of the of an artist where it could have double meaning. So that's that was my first one. What is your first one? My first one
1: is the one following Memorial Day called "Come Back, Kid."
0: Come back, kid. I
1: just. Overall, just like the overall sound of the song and super catchy and sounds like something you would hear from, you know, like Berlin or even like Fleetwood Mac. <laughs> and it's it's a cool song. Um, nothing really lyrically to point out on my end but what i just it was the first song that really caught my attention on the whole record so
0: i like it a lot i also chose comeback hit amen it's got this real rock and roll heavy vibe to it
1: yeah it's got a little bit more up tempo than the rest of the songs
0: and you could like almost you could almost say it's a more masculine sound because um, <laughs> it's got heavy drums And heavier guitars Like even like the keys They're still dark But they're, they're heavier
1: I feel like I could hear like The black keys playing this song too
0: So this is like <laughs> <laughs> I don't know Like I had like a little mini movie Going on in my head Whenever I like Was listening to this song And I looked up the lyrics And so with the I, I believe that this You know it's another song Where it's like, it's from his point of view, almost. Like he's, cause it talks about, you know, he's trying to be like a good father. He got a job, you know, the lyrics she puts, kid came back a real turnaround. Please believe that I want to stay. Got a new job that my brother found working nights just a mile away. Don't let me slip away. I'm not a runaway. It just feels that way. So like I get the sense that this is like a song from his point of view, like he's trying, he got a new job, like he's not, he's not running away from being a father. Um, and like that's kind of like ties back into why the song is a little bit heavier and more like tempo. Because it's like. I don't know. I don't know. It's just got like that kind of like sports car feeling, I guess. Yeah. Um and you know, it's like he's really really trying and you know, like I said, like this is part of like the up of like the script of the movie. So, I mean, I I really liked Comeback Kid. He came back, Kid. Come back in. what you uh you got another one for me e I do um
1: the next one I really liked was seventeen the single the single I just it reminds me of like something Bruce Springsteen would write. How's that Springsteen feel kind of a just a nostalgic. But I think she's actually probably talking about her daughter. Yeah. In the future. Yes. But but it's a a really cool song. It's probably it's probably my second favorite. I think Comeback Kid would be third. Then I got one other one. It's my fave,
0: fave. So, I, what I like about 17 is, honestly, it reminded me of you and I when we were kids. Right? Like, we were rocking and rolling. Living our summer lives on the road. You know, like, even on weekends, we were out there. We were never home. And, you know, we thought we were adults. <laughs> we were living like adults. We were pretty... uh we were pretty responsible.
1: We were pretty years. responsible,
0: but you know, at the end of the day, we still had to go home and do our homework and do our child school responsibilities. Right? Tend
1: to our MySpaces. Tend
0: to our MySpaces
1: and, and Zangas.
0: Zangas. But you know, it's like it's like when you hear you know a parent what tell their kid like I was your age once. Like you know, like at seventeen, she's gonna start rebelling and thinking she's an adult, and it's like, no, you don't have it all figured out. (laughs) Like not yet. Like I know what's gonna happen next because I've been there. So that's I I did like seventeen.
1: Yeah, it's like reflecting on herself, but also seeing what's gonna be in the future with her own daughter. Cool song, just got a good sound, and like I said, it it made me really start thinking in comparison of this album, like, I guess just that haunting aspect, almost, that's where, when I really got the Springsteen vibe, it was like, oh, it's kind of like the Nebraska, it's like this droning on album with these, just but it's it's very minimalistic even though it, they use a lot of keyboards and stuff um it's just done just right it's not over the top just right so
0: like you know like minimalistic went cuz i believe the drums were done on like a like a drum machine yeah that's what it sounds like to me
1: right yeah it's but not like, like there's not like a lot
0: going on on the drums no but like how they like make like how she like mixed and created the drums like it's just a whole like other aspect of like it's like i use minimal instruments and then i use things like distortion and reverb as additional instruments to those instruments that make them sound huge and Like, less is more, yeah. but it was, like, a lot. I don't know if that makes sense. I'm not the brightest.
1: Oh, you are.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, well, do you have any other tracks?
0: I do. This one is, um. It's, I found this one to be pretty dark, uh, but I liked it. Uh, it's a song, Hands. Oh, that's another different one from me. That's good. That's good. That's good. Uh, I really like, it's got like a lot of, it's once, it, you know, the the theme of the record is soundscapes, I believe. <laughs> when, it, <laughs> when it comes to the music, it's, uh, I like the soundscapes. Um, the The elements that she uses to create a lot of different, ambient feelings like crashes that create this like big feedback sound and like this song is controlled chaos it's very dark but it's you know very vibrant you know and she's like stepped away from the you know like the synth bass in this song and went out and like found like a cheap sounding plunky bass guitar that I really liked. Like, it's like, Oh, this is like, it's a little bit more punk. Um, and then these like distorted, you know, like I said about the drums, it's like these stadium drums that are just like being pushed to the limit. And it goes back to like this controlled chaos. Um, but what's interesting is with all this like crazy noise that's going on, like the guitars are fairly simple and a lot cleaner than you would think. They're just like, kind of like picking along. It like helps like the flow. So, and from what I get, it's like, you have these, you have these lovers here that are fighting out of confusion. Right. Um, they're like yelling at each other, you know, hitting each other. It's, you know, it's called hands. Um, and like, it's talking about, it's like when they were younger, they had it all figured out. Kind of like, you know, what we were talking about earlier. Like we thought we all had it all figured out when we were 17. But now that they're older, they have more responsibilities. They are going to have a child together and they have to figure out what's going on. And, but they're, you know, they just don't know what to do. And the lyrics, you know, she says, uh, put your hands on your lover. I've got my hands up, Mean no harm to each other. I've got my hands up. Maybe they're like, you know, it's like in a physical altercation. Yeah. You know, I've got my hands up. Like, you know, police are here. But also, like I've got my hands up because I don't, I don't know what to do.
1: Right, just throwing your hands. I'm just done.
0: I'm throwing my hands up, like. But and then I think like, and after that is the closing song, "Stay," and it just like flows like right into it. Yes, sir. Very nice. So,
1: and I, here we go. Like to the song before that one, "Shadow." Give me the deets. The shadow song, I think the first thing I just like is a, one of the more upbeat songs on the record as well. Um, what actually really caught my ear though was I just liked the line, You don't do nothing, I don't do you, shadow. <laughs> and, and, like, I think that that's clever. It's like, yeah, yeah, but that's just thinking in a, in like a, uh, Literal sense. Your shadow doesn't do anything you don't do. But obviously she's talking about. I'm trying to figure out what she was talking about. But maybe inner. Like inner demons. (laughs) Following her around. And. You know she's saying you ain't nothing. You never won. You ain't nothing. You never done nothing. No you don't do nothing. I don't do you shadow. So it's like. Even if that's a part of part of her, she still does and moves on and keeps working and keeps trucking, keeps on making hit records. <laughs> so maybe that, maybe that's totally off the point, but it seems like to me. I thought it was like a personal battle and trying to shake the shadow, but really, you just have to come to terms. Carry that shadow along with you.
0: Well, what you know to go along with that, um, another thing I I didn't mention is when she wrote this record, she was going to school to get a degree in psychology. Yeah. So maybe like during that time, like because she's you know she's pregnant and uh, trying to get her degree, she's at school, she's just overloaded. That maybe. Like, she had to find a way to slow down, to take a look at her life, to see how her life was turning out based on her actions.
1: Right. Yeah. Like, don't try to outrun the shadow.
0: Yeah. yeah. Instead of, <laughs> instead of you know, like, turning your back towards your shadow, you know, turn around and face your shadow. Yeah. Because, you know, a lot of people, when they think of your shadow, it's like right behind you when... The other side of that is you can turn and, like, face your shadow. <laughs> good shadow box. Oh, shadow box. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, sir. But overall, I think it's a, it's a really good record. You know, I, I think it's just, for me, it's like a good, like, mood record. You got to be in the right kind of headspace, the right mood kind of in a chill mode. Um most of the time when I listened to it I was working <laughs> and it was just kind of like that background to me. But the the but some songs really stuck out to me more than others. But I think overall like you have to listen to it as a whole. And I think it was yeah. a really good point just bringing up the fact that this was written when she was with child.
0: And, and to, you know, adding on to your being in the mood every time. Well, not every time, but a lot of times I listened to this record. I was actually taking a shower. Okay. Sometimes like, you know, when you're in the shower, you can reflect on what's going on. and
1: You're in your birthday like, suit. You. Yeah.
0: yeah. And I was like, <laughs> okay, okay. Like, and I was taking mental notes like. Huh. Reminding myself of like what I liked about it, you know, like what songs I wanted to talk about, um, but like I really, I really like how these songs just like flow into the next, right? Uh, like even if there is a like a break in between the songs, like it just like it picks up, the energy picks up where it left off, and I think that's because like the soundscapes there's kind of like a film term again uh soundscapes like are the backbone to a lot of the songs yeah like she's like using those sound the soundscapes like that's her like darkest energy like this is what i want it to feel like so i'm going to start with these ominous sounds and then you know build it off of that
1: and she has a great voice too to throw that oh, in there.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I re- yeah, I I really love I love her voice and I love how creative she was with it. Like she wasn't afraid to you know throw a bunch of distortion on it at times and like just make it sound nasty. But like, yeah, there's she could like remember. hit some, she could hit some notes there.
1: Yeah, I don't remember which song it was. There's one she goes real high and it sounds good and it's it like really adds to the song. Like it's like on the bridge part. And, she...
0: and as I previously stated, like she just she didn't use her voice as like, you know, your standard standard vocal instrument. It's like, no, I'm gonna use my voice here to be like another guitar. Or another, you know Percussion. Synthesizer. Or another <laughs> percussion. Or, you know, it wasn't just like, oh here we go, it's gonna lay down the vocals. It's like, no, we <laughs> we have to lay down all these other like vocal tracks because this is what I wanted. This is not just me singing into a microphone. Like I want the listener to feel, feel this. You know, I'm feeling this. But I, I really liked it. And then of course, you know, making the drums that you know to me sounded like they were from a drum machine, but they like. Made it not a drum machine. Yeah. It's so, beautiful. I, I would get goosebumps just, like, from the ambience at times, too. Just like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Whoa.
1: <laughs> We're
0: fans of Stranger Things. <laughs> we we are fans of, like, weird sounds. If If you... If we ever get really into it, like, we like weird sounds. We like... Instruments that make weird noises. So (laughs) We we once used a like a brake pad from a car. (laughs) As a symbol. As a symbol. (laughs) Ting 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 ting. Sounded terrible, but we loved it. It was yeah.
1: That was inspired by Living Sacrifice. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. But well, let's give out uh, anywhere you can find Sharon Von Etten.
0: Yes. Her website is the www. That is S H A R O N V A N E T T E N.com. You can find her on Twitter at Sharon Van Etten and follow her on the Instagram at Sharon Van Halen. Van Halen? I thought that, I thought that was cool. Sharon Van Halen. <laughs> Maybe she's a Van
1: Halen fan, which I have to disagree with her on. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but, yes. Yes. Go pick up this wonderful record. Stream it. Stream it. Listen to it on a compact disc. Dream it. Shove it co- into your even, iPod.
1: Even though I don't listen to CDs anymore, I was like, yeah, I've been listening to the CD. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: it's a CD. It's
1: Does CD, this bro. Is this
0: out on cassette? Hold on. Hold down. Hold up. Hold up. I don't even know how to spell cassette all of a sudden. cas Cassette? Come back, kid.
1: Maybe she'll hire you as a background singer.
0: Hey, please do. I... I love <laughs> singing. <laughs> I love singing.
1: You know, we like doing our podcasts for a living, but, you know, we'd much rather do uh some some musical tasties
0: <laughs> come back kid yeah. <laughs> yeah
1: we're, oh, we're trying to see. we're trying to figure out how to monetize this thing
0: yeah oh uh, it doesn't doesn't look like it came out on cassette but you know that doesn't mean it won't come out on cassette true let's you know what is this violet ooh violet pressing what is that on on lp yep LP. special LP. Special. Anyways, uh, you can actually find our favorite tracks from this record on our brand new playlist on the Spotify. Spotify playlist. It's called Music Life Crisis Jams. Uh, if you go onto our Instagram, uh, you'll be able to find it there in the link. Yes, our insties, uh-oh. Yeah, it's... Music it's, Life Crisis is our Instagram. We don't have Twitter, but, you know, we do have an Instagram where you can find our our latest episodes that we put up there. Uh, you can find links to... We need to make a MySpace. Yeah, you know, let's go back and do that. Let's go Still. make a MySpace um
1: support Justin Timberlake that's his his baby
0: <laughs> and oh and we are now on iHeartRadio yeah. so you know you can listen to SoundCloud this the Apple Podcasts, Spotify iHeartRadio um there you'll find our you know we've got a hot link in there we'll Click on that. You can find the playlist, and you can find our email, 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 easy mail. So go on those respectable listening services that you uh, choose to listen to us on, and leave us a comment, a review, yeah. send us some emails, um, and I would like. I would like to just give a shout out
1: to anybody that's listened so far. And I'd also like to give a special shout out to Trey Biddy.
0: Do, do not give a shout out to Trey Biddy. So I w- I'm want to give a plug.
1: You can go sign up for hogsports.com. That's H A G H A W G S <laughs> P O R T S dot com. And you can sign up for the deal.
0: You can't find our podcast on there, but you can find Trey Biddy's opinions on Razorback sports <laughs> because that's what people are listening to this for. So thank you yeah. to everybody that has listened to us so far and has shared the podcast. Um, our Trey email Bitty. address is mlcrisis.pod at gmail.com. Send us the love, send us the hate, send us your ideas. If you, now, like we mentioned last time, we're going to start this special podcast, these special podcast episodes called Locals Only. I've got a few friends, they've got a few bands, and they've got a few releases that we're going to be talking about. So, yes, you, so maybe if you got a band that you want us to talk about or, that you, or you are a band and you're like hey we had a new release you know just like I had a, a band the other day hit us up on Instagram asking us to check out their record I did so and guess what we're going to be talking about them so hey,
1: there you hey go. we need to uh, we also might have a surprise
0: episode pop up for Christmas Ooh yeah! So that time is coming around, and uh, we got a little something special for y'all, listeners out there who enjoy the Christmas tunage. Yes, sir. No, uh, we got something special for you. So, anyways, that, stay tuned for that. There's that, and thank all of y'all for tuning in, liking, subscribing, and showing us love.
1: This I is been.
0: We gotta time this better. <laughs> we gotta time this. My name is
1: Kyle. My name is Josh. And this is this has been this music. Has been. Music. You're supposed to say it together. And this has M- been
0: music God. life. <laughs> we and we we're a punk band, man. We don't know anything about time and rhythm. <laughs> and, <laughs> and this, this has, has been, been music. music life, life. crisis. Life. Music Life Crisis. Music, Life Crisis Music Life Crisis Music Life Crisis Say